ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Uncensored and Unscripted. This is your boy, your host, Matt Foster, the Poetry Corner Podcast. You know, we get a little explicit, if you know what I'm talking about, here on Uncensored and Unscripted with my co-host, Magic Trail. Yo, say what's up to everybody, man. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing, man? Hopefully y'all having a blessed day. I'm having a blessed day. Amen, amen. Today was a blessed day. If you got out in the community, I hope you got out and praised the Lord with your family and friends, you know, with the church. You hope your church service was rocking. But today, people, today, we got to talk about something serious in our communities. Um, and and it's, it's a real issue that, you know, our, um, our city councilmen and, uh, and, and, and official elects don't want to, you know, take care of. It's called poverty. And poverty comes from having the wrong mindset and doing the wrong things. You know what I mean? And I, like, I'm going to give my little two cents in. I know, I know a homeless guy in Philadelphia right now. You know, I don't know if he's still around or nothing like that. We, we call him Peanut. And there's nothing to be, you know, hilarious and laugh about or nothing like that. But he was, you know, he used to work for the, uh, he used to work for the city as a garbage man. He had a good house. He was married once. You know what I mean? He got into drugs. He got into uh, hanging out with the wrong crowd. And he lost his job, he lost his house, he lost his wife, he lost his finances, and everything went down the hill after that. And I watched this man, like, day after day, still get out there and look for work, like little minute jobs, like sweep in front of a, a storefront or, or, or a check cashing place, you know, just for a little bit of money. And it's crazy because of the fact that he had... When I sat down and I talked to this homeless man, he had the successful mindset and plans to win in life, but he never applied them. You know, he always let that negativity, that wrong mindset, stop him from achieving what God has set out for him. You know what I mean? And poverty, you know, a lot of us go through that. You know what I mean? Like, not just the homeless. It's like single moms, single dads. It's it, like, bro, I, I realize, like, there's a lot of single moms out here today that can't put food on the table, even having two jobs, cannot put food on the table for their children. And, you know, our city council people, like, they just, like, sweep it under the rug. They, they, they prefer, like, to not talk about it. It's like this taboo, you know what I mean, in the, in the, so, in the, in the public media's eye, you know. Like, they want to take care of the city. They want to do city cleanup. But you don't want to provide no type of programs outside of welfare that'll uh, – take care of people who are going through poverty. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to raise this uh, the city minimum wage or the state minimum wage. Like, the state governors don't want to raise the state minimum wage to make sure these families can actually feed their children. You know what I mean? Or, or these single fathers can you know feed their children or themselves, bro. It's, it's a sad issue because poverty leads to a negative mindset. When you broke, it, it's, it's like most people who are broke, most men mainly in urban communities. The first piece of uh, information that comes across their brain once they broke is, oh, I got to rob somebody else to make sure my kids will eat. Right. You know, I got to ski mask up or I got to go in the streets and hustle to make sure my kids eat. And okay, I get the concept. Like you trying to feed your kids by any means or you trying to feed yourself by any means, but that's the wrong way to go about it. Not actually realizing that, yo, if I, you know, put my, my mind to the grindstone, put, keep my faith in God, and keep, like, keep working this nine to five, it's going to pay off. 
If I keep my mind on my dreams and my goals, it's going to pay off. One, one thing I'm going to say, though, and I know people are not going to like me after I say this, or they might like me because I say what I want, but it's like, I think poverty is like a choice, basically. It's like, because at the end of the day, yeah, job's not paying like that, this and that, but you can always go back to school and get more income. You can always do something to get more income. Instead, people take that that negative mindset, like, man, it's all these rich people, they're not doing this, my family doing this. No, when you worry about yourself, and stay focused, can't nothing stop you. So you'll never be in poverty. You get what I'm saying? You'll be at least in the middle class. Like if you use poverty as a, I would say fuel, you can make it out. Cause it's a million people. You can look around and see it every day. It's testaments of people making it out the hood. It's just people get on drugs. People get to worry about these females or males or people start worrying about the next man, these ball mains, these pumas and all this and start living outside they means. You know what I'm saying? That's what puts them in poverty. It don't matter if your mom grew you grew up in your in your mom's house and she was struggling. Uh, when you get of age you should use that as a lesson to help your mom to stop struggling. And you not gonna you shouldn't struggle either, you get what I'm saying? Exactly. So at the end of the day I think that's like a choice. Like at the end of the day they got a thing called biological warfare. Where they like don't shoot bullets, they shoot situations at you. Like they put you in the hood with all these drug dealers on the corner, put this on TV where you gotta sell drugs and shoot and be a rapper to make it out and all that. And they late they get your mind to believe that. And now that's the only thing you believe. You know what I'm saying? That's like telling a kid they bad all their life. And then when they grow up, what they gonna do? Be bad. And my mom said, I'm bad. You know what I'm saying? Why would I you mean why would I be dumb? They be lazy and dependent. Like like I said, the words, the labels, man, they start putting like constrictions on your life. You know what I'm saying? It's like a being traumatized with a look. Some exactly. people are scared to take that first step. At the end of the day, all you gotta do is take that first step and anything else will come to you. It's like an escalator. All you gotta do is step on one step and you're going up after that. Exactly. You take the first step, God is gonna provide the next two. That's it. You know what I mean? And just stay strong, suck it out, pray and do what you gotta do. Everything you want gonna come. Exactly. And what I realize is that a lot of people, a lot of guys you know, a lot of women, you know, they look at the next man or the next woman and what they driving and what they got and how they living. And they try to compare their life. They try to compare their hustle to what's going on out, out you know what I mean, in, in their lane and not realizing they about to go head on into a pole while they driving. Like, look, stop looking over at another driver. Focus on where, where you going in life. Stop worrying about where they going in life. They could be and on a was, path to hell and you not even realize it. That was my problem. I'm so busy looking at the other man car. I'm bearing off the road. I ain't even peeping. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just got to stay focused and look forward, man. It's an ancient proverb called Sankofa. I mean, to fly forward while looking back. It's all right to look back. You got to look back and remember where you was at. So you don't got to go back there again. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, just be you. Everybody's so engulfed in being the next man, being Drake, being him. Bro, they saying I'm one of the top, I'm top three best rappers in the city right now, bro. I got an overdraft on my car, Dan, every week. But guess what? I ain't out here selling drugs or nothing. I know I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back just like that. Somebody going to pay me to do a feature. Somebody going to do something. Mm-hmm. Somebody going to cash at me some bread. All right, I do put on Instagram. Yo, I'm here. Can I get a, a lookout? Somebody going to do it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So See? at the end of the day, you just got to be strong, man, and keep a support system and be loyal and be honest because truth right. will set you free, bro. Right, exactly. See, with me, I, I don't like to look back to where I came from. I like to remember it's all in my mindset. I like to remember where right. I came from. I'm not that. I like to remember that I ate ramen noodles every day for three months straight. Facts. I like to remember that I slept in that. a jacket 
you know, to keep warm, like, for five years while I was working at Family Dollar. Like, bro, I like to remember the fact that I had to share one blanket, you know, between me and my uncle. When I was home, he let me use the blanket, you know, when I, was, when I wasn't working. And when I went to work, I gave him the blanket for him to use. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it's like... And then man, it is like we was in the crib with kerosene heaters, man, going to school smelling like gas, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. Like, I, I can't go back to that, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping on my, I'm sleeping on child couch right now. But guess what? I'm comfortable because I'm stress free. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I get to get to do what I want, get to do what I have to do inside a safe environment. I ain't got to worry about going outside and oh no, that's that nigga, and I get shot or something. I ain't got to worry about none of that. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, and then it's like the the, the the ties that you keep around you, the the friends that you keep around you. If ain't nobody winning, too. if ain't nobody winning, who who winning? If y'all all looking like a bunch of losers, who winning? Nobody. You need Listen, to get man, yourself from around that crowd. That's that's another what? thing you gotta have a winner's mindset. Like, yeah, it may hurt to leave those friends behind. But at the end of the day, while you out being successful, when your success train come, t- like look back three years after you become ultimately successful. Like, you know, you got the fame, you got the fortune, the nice house, the nice cars, you, you credit A1, and you go back to that same neighborhood, them cats still doing the same damn thing. Same damn area. Ain't did nothing with their life. You got to re- realize you can't have that mindset. When you got kids to feed, you got to win no matter what. When you when you even living by yourself like I'm doing, you I got to win no matter what. And you got to remember one thing in life. It's not over until you win, bro. Like, it's, it's like you got to It's not keep... over until you win. One thing God gave you was two ears and one mouth. A successful person always listens twice and talk once. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One thing, I'm not to put my, my uh, ex-fiance out there, but... She went, she going through it right now, bro. I used to, you know, I used to tell her, tell her, yo, get your stuff right, get your stuff, get her jobs and all this. She want quick days, go back. She went back to that negative stuff, bro. She lost her son. Her mom just died on Friday the 13th. Her sister about to kick her out. Now she looking for motherfucking housing programs. Like, come on, yo. You know what I'm saying? That's that negative mindset. You so used to, huh, you can have that somebody spoon feed you. What happened when that spoon break? Exactly. Or if they stop, happened, if they stop feeding. When, when a person not there to, to feed you no more, what happens? You get what I'm saying? That's why you got to stay striving and keep a positive, optimistic mindset. And know at the end of the day, you got all these people that care about you that's probably in your corner. But at the end of the day, you're by yourself. Of all them people disappear, you got yourself. So why would you not have, why won't you set yourself up to have something so you can have an outlet to get out too? You get what I'm saying? Because best believe they got outlets. They're not sitting here depending on you 100%. Exactly. See, and that's the thing. Not to put any of my exes out there, bro. Like, I have an ex right now, and uh, she listened to her homegirl. She, her homegirl, bought her to my my neighbor. Well, she brought my homegirl um, around my neighborhood one day to come see me. That's when I used to date her. That's when I lived in Philadelphia. And her homegirl, my my ex girlfriend's like best friend, was like, "I don't like this block. This block dirty. Everybody in the city dirty." And lo and behold. She was like, this is why, you know, I'm single. And I kept telling my ex, like, yo, you keep hanging around this girl, you're going to be single, birds of a feather flock together, mind the company that you keep. I was giving her all those proverbs that my mom taught me, that my grandma taught me, that the old heads around the neighborhood taught me. And she kept talking about, well, I don't care if I'm single. I don't care if I'm a single. Every guy want me. Lo and behold, she ended up with a guy not only beating on her and her daughter, you know what I mean, not only just, you know, cheating on her and everything all crazy and – 
she got this negative mindset to where every man, every men are dog, like all all men are dogs. Every man is bad, and it came from hanging out with that girl who had a negative mindset years ago. My thing is this, you know, if you want a good man or good woman, you gotta get from around everybody who tell you, oh, being in a relationship is bad, being married is bad. You gotta get yourself away from those people. It, or if you want a success, if you want something good, you gotta really like. Do good. You know what I'm saying? You gotta do good by yourself for somebody to do good for you. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get yourself right to get the right one. Because mm-hmm. if you out here doing the wrong stuff and, and ghosting and the BS and you out here partying and getting fried, you're gonna meet a girl at the bar and you're gonna find all the same things that you are living. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or you like the same you problems. You're a reflection see. of your partner. Look at the man in the mirror. Michael Jackson, all these people are telling you it starts with the man, it starts with you. If you mm-hmm. run around Gang banging and doing all this other stuff. What you think you gonna find a, a lawyer chick that want to deal with you? No, you're not gonna find no upper echelon dealing with the bottom of the barrel. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Doing bottom of the barrel things because everybody got their little homie that's in like in the hood or something. You try to talk them out, but they never get out of it. Hey, dude, that's time to let them go. It might hurt, but you gotta let them go. You know I did it. Look, man, I did it. I ain't gonna lie. Beyonce, come back over here. Like, yo, come on, I got you, man. Don't worry about it. I, I, I you can stay with me for a minute. No, I can't do that though. Cause then I'm gonna be right back, not making music, right back, headaches, everything, right back, arguing, right back on Philly school ball, right back on all this other stuff. It's not worth it. It's bro, not worth it, bro. Exactly. You can't and then let it's your like good heart overwhelm you. That's a bad mindset too. Overgiving, overextending. That's bad too. People exactly. say you gotta be a, no, you gotta give just enough. You gotta give somebody a crutch to lean on. You don't just give them your whole life. Then what the hell are you gonna lean on when your leg breaks? You get what I'm saying? Exactly. See, that was my problem. That was my problem with my, my ex, man. I, I gave her everything. That's still I, I my gave problem. all. I gave my all, bro. I gave my all to this female to the point now that my daggone leg is broke. You no, know, uh, proverbially broke. You know, uh, I don't have nothing to lean on right now. Yeah, I got. I still got my job. I still got you know my house. And I still be in the worst spot that you was in. Exactly. And they won't help you. That's the hurting part when you get a motherfucker. Like, man, I, nah, I ain't doing that. What? And she, that's and the funny thing is, exactly. The funny thing is, she moved out, but she made sure she had a job before she moved out. You know what I'm saying? She made sure she had some money in her pocket before she moved out. I need ten dollars for gas right now. I'm not even going fraud. Like I'm neat. You got it on about that ladies and gentlemen uh, my, my brother was talking to a neighbor but uh but but yeah i mean i did but i did up and beyond everything for this female she made sure when she moved out she had two things a little bit of money in her pocket and she made sure she had a job to where she where she was going and now she made sure she had a place to live where she was going. If I didn't have my job right now, you know, or I didn't have my car right now, you know what I mean? You, I'd be stuck. Like, I'd be needing to lay a crutch to lean on. And she's saying, F you, you know, that's your problem type of deal. You know what I mean? She's not really saying it, but that her attitude, her actions are showing it. You know, well, you didn't move with me. So now since you, I'm, I'm leaving you behind, I'm, I'm going to go make sure I succeed. When you overgive, 
Big, when you overgive in a relationship, in a friendship, in a partnership, when you overgive, and, and and you don't have a leg to stand yeah, on, that messes you up out. in the long run. Right, man. And then there's, there's always somebody pushing your buttons. You can't let nobody knock you off the square. Mm-hmm. It's like this old head just came up complaining about a damn light in the basement. When all you had to do is just cut it out your damn self. I forgot. He keeps talking about the stuff is his. The stuff is his. I don't care. I didn't touch none of his stuff. So why does that matter? You know what I'm saying? Negative he mindset to take like, you out nope. your square, bro. Right. If I had said something back, like, nigga, I don't give a F about none of your stuff, what do you want to do? Got punched in his mouth. You see what I'm saying? So it's like you can't stoop down to people because it's like they always want you to do something to them for some mm-hmm. reason. It's because you don't like your life so much. What you want? You want a lawsuit off me? Come on, bro. Like, cut the light out, bro. Like, goddamn. What's the point? What's the point of you even saying that to me? Just cut the light out. It's a life, bro. Like, what the hell? People are so petty. You can't be round because people are petty, 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 petty. That stuff you can't be round, man. That's you you got to leave that alone. I mean, I'm going to be real. You, you got to leave that alone. You can't sit back and feed into negative people. You know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, it was a gentleman who just jumped on a podcast unwillingly, unknowingly right. as well. No, I'm on the phone. He's saying I'm on the phone. He just cut off my whole conversation. Like, and on, for something so negative and minute, something he could have took care of himself. And that's what we're going to get into as well. When your homie or your friend or your neighbor or your, your, or your family member pitch you in a situation that they can take care of themselves because you have a big heart and you go out of the way to help them, but it messes you up in the long run. Now, like I said, once again, is that crutch that you need to lean on. You know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. dealing with the headaches, you dealing with the stress, you dealing with you know the gray hairs and all that, losing sleep and all that. Little do you know, those 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 effects have an effect on your health, and that effect on your health ain't it, it shortens your life. So yes. you can't feed into I, that negative. High as your blood pressure for nothing. Mm-hmm. Is that and my ex was yeah, like that, and before she moved out, somebody we say certain words like you should always have it to where. You're not in my personal space, so you're not acting like you're going to put your hands on me. It don't matter. Dude, talking about, I, I'm not trying to blow your shit or nothing. What? You can't blow my shit, homie. What is wrong with you? I'm not gay, and I'm not a candy. What's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? So it's like... No disrespect to everybody in the LGBT community who just heard that. No but. disrespect. But it's like, come on, man. It's just so many petty habits out here. Bad habits. All that is bad habits, man. Somebody complaining over... $30 or whatever, 20 cent, a TV remote, a light, a lawn chair. That's bad habits. It's replaceable things. You know what I'm saying? You should only complain when it comes to a person's life or your well-being. That's the only thing you should really complain about, bro. Mm-hmm. If, if it's getting in the middle of your career or something. You can, like, people complain about lights, bro. A light, mm-hmm. bro. Like, come on, man. Are you serious, dog? Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's another thing. Like to be real, we gonna we gonna talk about some little things. I mean, like I said, well, me and my ex, you know, we she used to start so much crap, and we used to get into it so bad. I lie to you, not fam. Like she used to, like me and her used to get into it so bad, to the point where, uh, it, it like it caused me to lose sleep most nights. It caused me to have gray hairs, like. I woke up one day, I counted five gray hairs in my head. I'm like, I'm 30 years old. I'm too young for this. Most people don't develop their first gray hair until they're like 39, 38 years old. No, too young for this. Bro, I had to, nah, I had to tell myself when she move out, don't give in to those, those feelings that you might have for her still. 
you just gotta learn how to tell yourself no. You can't be like, well, you know, I care about this person, you know, or that's my baby mom, or it's my baby dad, you know, no, we, or it's my ex-wife, or it's my ex-husband, or my, you know, uh, ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. You know, like you, you gotta tell yourself, look, man, this person caused me all this stress. I've been through so much with this individual. I'm so glad they're gone. You know what I mean? And, and, and I'm not gonna call them. I'm gonna... Oh shit. Oh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're going to go on a quick break. My uh, co-host, my, a.k.a. my brother's phone just died, so we're going to go in a commercial break, and then I'm going to call him back, and we'll talk about some more. Stay tuned to the uncensored and unscripted. This is definitely uncensored and unscripted. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Uncensored and Unscripted with your host, Matt Foster and Magic Trail. Uh, Trail, say what's up, man. What's up with y'all? What's up with y'all? How y'all doing tonight? I'm feeling good. That's good, man. That's awesome to hear. That's awesome to hear. Hey, and uh, we want to apologize. We're extending the apology to all our listeners worldwide because of the fact that um, the episode wasn't published last night due to a technical error. It deleted a good portion of the episode. So now I have to uh, like pick up where I left off. And uh, we were talking about uh, poverty and wrong thinking, wrongful thoughts and uh, thinking the wrong way to try to make it out of poverty. And I'm going to give my two cents about that right now. Um, I was in a situation today. I'm not even going to lie, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I used some wrongful thinking because I got uh, my paycheck or whatever and they horsed me over a lot of hours, you know. They paid me for like half a day's work when I worked a good three weeks. So, like, the first thing was getting the ID for my job. That was the first issue. The second issue was after I got, you know, uh, in the system, you know, I got injured on a job. I had to do workman's comp for a little while. And then all of a sudden, you know, I tried to file the report the day the incident happened. And then found out I wasn't in the system. I wasn't on payroll. I didn't get my check on a second. Then on the 16th, which is today, um, I got my check, and they didn't even pay me all my hours. And I started thinking negative, like, what if I sold drugs? What if I did this? What if I did that? And God was telling me, if you do that, you're going to look like a hypocrite. Not just to me, not just to Jesus, not just to the Holy Spirit, but to your family, your friends, your fans, your listeners. What type of example are you setting for yourself? What type of example are you setting for your listeners? What type of example are you setting for your family or friends if you go out and accept the devil's offer to do something stupid that's going, that's going to get you locked up? Wow. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the wrong way to go about things, you know? Like, there's so many ways to make it out of poverty, you know? Like Meek Mill said, there's so many ways to uh, to make to make money. You just thinking slow. You know what I mean, and uh, that 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 that's the issue with so many people. So many individuals cling to selling drugs because it's fast money. Uh-huh. It's fast money. There's untaxed. It's fast money, and they figure as long as I don't got a problem with this cat or this dude, I can continue to sit on this corner and make my money. As long as cops ain't rolling up on the block, I can continue making my money. But not realizing the fact that tax money is awesome. Here's why tax money is awesome. You get a W-2 set up at the end of the year. Uh, after working for, for like, you know, uh, 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 
11, 12 months out of the year. You got a W-2 set up at the end of the year. And then, bam, January, February roll around, your W-2 come back. All that tax money they kept taking out of your check, you get that right back. So if you was making $13, $14, $15 an hour at a job, you getting well over, you know, depending on how long you were at the job, you're getting well over $1,200, $2,000, dollars back. You can't do that with selling drugs because all your money's up front, even your change. But not realizing you got to pay a connect for a certain amount, and then after they give you a certain amount to sell, you got to pay that connect. All that money is not yours. So you still getting taxed. You're just getting a street tax. Facts. You know? It's okay. like they always say it's always going to be a situation that make you want to resort to something negative and all that. It's up to you to keep your mind strong and stay on the positive route because at the end of the day, you're going to be on a dry hump. You're going to get some hard times. That's all testing yourself to see if you're worth getting all the good things that you're wishing for or dreaming for or whatever you want to call it. It's all tests for that to come. You know what I'm saying? Because if you get there and get all the stuff, the stuff, the things you want, and you're not ready for it, and you're not disciplined enough for it, you're just going to blow it and waste it. Then it's like, why did we come here? Like, what did we even get here for? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And you know what's sad, bro? We grew up on the same block, right? We, we I'm gonna throw this out there to our fan, uh, our fans, our listeners, and all that. No disrespect. No, we, we grew up on the same s- house. The same house, same block. While most of those old heads that was out there when we were when when they were in their early teens, when we were kids, they almost forty something years old still out there doing the same thing. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, same exact thing. When they say it's a, they call it the trap. That's exactly what that is, ladies and gentlemen. You trapped in it. Until you get the mindset, until you get your mindset together and be like, yo, I need, I, I, I'm, I'm going to need to figure a way out of this situation or I'm done with this. You know what I mean? I'm not doing this no more. Until you get that mindset to win, you just going to be stuck in it. And that's what the sad facts of most of those old heads now, they still, they still doing their dirt out there, still trapping because of the fact that. They don't. They don't see any other way of life. They they look at mm-hmm. nine to five money as slow money. That slow money is a reward at the at, at the end of the year. And when you get it back, when uh, tax season come, ooh, you can buy a house, you can buy a car. This you can invest in pro, uh, invest in flipping properties, selling cars. Listen, you you can make a legal flip. It's all about what you put your mind to and, and how hard you willing to hustle. Right. You know, I'm so broke right now. I'm to like panhandling on the corner. But I'm going to chill out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't doing nothing. I'm just going to chill in the crib. Eat what I got. Chill with what I got. Even though I ain't got no cigarettes. Fuck it. That means I, I, need that. That means I don't need them right now. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You got to be able to discipline yourself and keep your mind strong. See, see the magic word you just used, bro? Uh-huh. Discipline. Not too many people practice discipline in their life. It's like Les Brown... Shout out to him. You know, he's one of my favorite motivational speakers. It's like he said, uh, like a lot of people don't practice discipline is why they're not wealthy. They're not, they're not successful. It's why they, you know, not seeing their dreams come to fruition because they're not practicing discipline. Right now, I have the money to go get me a pizza, you know, and or have some Taco Bell. You know what I mean? You think I, I'm, I'm going to do that right now? No, nah, I'm going to sit back, stack my money up, go get my, ch- my next check tomorrow for the last three weeks I've been working. And I'm going to pay my utilities, my rent. And then I'm going to sit on the rest of the money. 
mm-hmm. until something else come through for me. You know what I mean? Like it's like you gotta use a positive mindset. You gotta stop getting tricked into these advertisements as well. Like when you see the newest pair of Jordans, please, 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 young men in the hood. Every time a new pair of Jordans come out, stop flocking to them Jordans. Because I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be 100 with you. Most of these Jordans y'all wearing this year, most cats don't wore 20 years ago. They just redesigned with a different badge on them. It, it's, it's the same color, same design, same platform, same person who made them. And the guy who made the shoes you wearing is making prisons for people like you. You want to go out and rob somebody, kill somebody for some Jordans to have on your feet to impress some females, to impress some dudes, whatever. Like, at the end of the day, you won't go to jail if you rob somebody, kill somebody for that. You going to the jail of the person you bought the sneakers from who own this company. Like, so why? Why? What are you doing? Most billionaires don't wear Jordans. Like, I lie to you not. Most people wear, like, most rich people, most of my rich friends, you know, they wear... Stuff from Walmart, Target, J.C. Penney, and they don't pay much for it. Forty dollars, sixty dollars, twenty-five dollars. You don't even like. You don't even gotta go that low. You just gotta try to stay into your means. Like if you only got a hundred dollars, why would you go spend? I mean, borrow some money and spend your hundred dollars on some jeans. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Only got a hundred dollars. Shit, low. So you got two hundred dollars. Never cop nothing. If I don't buy nothing unless I can buy two or two. Exactly, like like uh, Meek said, uh, back to back ghosts. I stay in two with it, like you know what I mean. It, it's like exactly, and and, and and you gotta realize when to sit on your money, because when you sit on your money, you create a nest egg. When you create a nest egg, it gives you a little more financial room to move around. Because right now, you in this tight little financial bathroom, and it's big enough for it's shoulder to shoulder space. And you trying to wiggle your way out of it or make that bathroom bigger to where you got to walk in shower. Most of these exclusive, exquisite six bedroom, eight bedroom, five bedroom uh, rich uh, mini mansions or mansions, they have walk in showers because of the fact that those, those people who buy those type of homes, they can afford that type of lifestyle. They're not going above or beyond their their uh, their means by having a shower like that, having a walk-in shower or granite, uh, special-made granite countertops, cherry wood, everything. You know what I mean? They're not going beyond their means to have that. That they they're in their means. They can afford that. You gotta be the individual. Okay, you might not have that impressive stuff that your buddy might have, or your neighbor might have, or you know your your homegirl might have. You might not have that impressive type stuff. But at the end of the day, you you gotta be content with what you got mm-hmm. for right now. This is not your life, you know. This just you know what it is for right now is just temporary. That imagination you've been having about that new house, that new car, that that great bank account, and all that those are all things God wants you to have, and you're going to have it. But you gotta have patience. You got to stick wow. to the grind. You got to stick to the hustle. You need to sit on your money. Sometimes God tell us to save our money. They, I hate when people say the money's the root of all evil. No, it's not. You got to be complacent. No, Poverty. Because people do a lot of dumb stuff to get money. That's the only reason they say that. Exactly. Poverty is the root of all evil. 
because and I'm gonna say that and no disrespect when I say to any to anybody in poverty, no disrespect to y'all because I was once in poverty myself. I know how it feels. My brother, he was in, he was in poverty with us. You know what I mean? Like we know how it feels. So we gonna say this: when you going through poverty, you going through a poor moment, you gonna think everything negative to try to make exactly what you need right now. And that's a small way to think. Say, hey, uh, you know, if I could pay my mortgage, my mortgage, you know, they gonna the bank gonna take my house, you know, this month if I don't come up with eleven thousand dollars. So I wish I could rob a bank for eleven thousand dollars. Why are you thinking just eleven thousand dollars? Why not? You, why why aren't you thinking? Hey, you know, if I had seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars, what I what would I do with that right now? If I had one point seven seven million dollars, what would I do with that right now? If I had like four billion dollars, what would I do with that right now? Even though you don't have that, think beyond what your problem is, because God is greater than all of your problems. You know what I mean? It's people out here who discovered planets that never we never heard of when we were kids. It's people out here who dove to the deepest part of the ocean and beyond, who discovered sea creatures that we never knew in school when we were kids. We never knew about these creatures. Right. So with God, everything is possible. There is nothing that is impossible. How my, my brother, Maddie Trell, said yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm mad this part of the podcast got taken out. Right. He says... Impossible is only I'm possible. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So therefore, nothing is impossible. You got to just prepare for it, man. Cause what I said yesterday, proper preparation prevents poor performance, man. Exactly. Uh, please, man. Exactly. You see. Prepare yourself and you got to, like, be ready for everything. Not just if you got a problem for whatever. It's, you don't got to commit no crime. There's always a legal way around. So you can probably take out a tax lien on your crib or something. You can get some type of extension some way. That's like a last resort. Somebody, they're going to take your house for $11,000. That's a last resort. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can get on payment plans. You just got to learn how to do resources. That's what people are scared to do. You their resources. You know what I'm saying? It's resources for everything. You know what I'm saying? You can go do something, look something up, and then find a new way to get money. You never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, it's, it's just so much stuff to do that's legit. That you got, like, it's like, we don't even have to risk our lives going to jail every day. Exactly, exactly. And like and that's the thing, most people aren't willing to think beyond that. People are willing to commit crimes because they are in poverty. People are willing to stoop to low levels because they are in poverty. That's what they said, knowledge is power. The more things you know, the more ways you got to find, more outlets you got, more places you got, more corners you got to get around, you know what I'm saying, more ways to get out the box. When you know more things, it's like it's hard to trap you. Exactly. 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 But uh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, in closing, in the closing segment, because this that this uh is not letting me record a long episode because all my episodes are stacked up on my phone and I'm running out of space. So therefore I'm gonna have to clear out some space to make room for longer episodes. So not to uh not to shorten this episode, but in closing, ladies and gentlemen, when you are dealing with the struggle, when you are in poverty, ladies and gentlemen, think positive. Keep faith in God. Trust in your process because everything in life has a process. 
Trust in your process. Don't look over to the driver in the next lane. Don't look over or behind to see what everybody else is doing. Focus on your lane. Trust in your progress. Trust in God. Keep the faith in God. Believe in yourself. And keep determination. Even when people say it is impossible, prove them wrong. Because there's a million ways to make it out. And thinking wrong is not one of them. Yep. It's a fact. You just gotta stay strong, man. Just like, like you said, believe in God and believe in yourself at the same time and just listen to your intuition because your intuition not gonna lead you wrong. You know what I'm saying? Only thing that can lead you wrong is opinions. Exactly. If they ain't got facts for you, don't even listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Men in black, they said the universe has a way of putting you where you need to be at the time you need to be there. You know what I'm saying? Men in black international. That is so true. You know what I'm saying? That's just like, you just got to think where you want to be at, speak about where you want to be at, and best believe you're going to dream about where you want to be at. And watch, before you know it, you're going to be walking right into where you want to be at. If you're taking all the proper steps, you know what I'm saying? Never give up and never lose sight or focus of the things that you want. You can listen. Everybody strays away. As long as you always take a little path that goes right back to what you want to do, you'll never get off track. Exactly. Everybody got pit stops. Everybody get tired. Of, no, we ain't Superman. Everybody get tired. Everybody get hungry. Everybody got to use bathroom. Everybody stop for a second. Don't stop forever, though. Everybody use, lose fuel. Like, just refuel and come back and get back on the road and get back on your dreams. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. Never stop forever. You get what I'm saying? Everybody take a hiatus for a minute. Sometimes you need to get powers out of the way, but long as you keep on practicing, using repetition, and just keep on doing something that just keeps your career some type of spark with it, you know what I'm saying? Keep some type of spark with it, you're always going to make it somewhere. All right, exactly, exactly. But we got to close out, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for tuning in to Uncensored and Unscripted with your host, Matt Foster, the Poetry Corner Podcast, and your co-host, Magic Trail. Make sure you check them out on Instagram. Tell them where to check you at, man. Instagram and SoundCloud, Magic Trail, Magic underscore Trail, my bad. And on Facebook, Martrell Foster, M-A-R-T-R-I-L-F-O-S-T-E-R. And I will hit you back if you hit me up, and I will follow back if you follow me, man. Exactly. You can check me out on <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Matt Foster on Twitter, Matt Foster, the animator on Facebook, and Matt underscore laid underscore back and on Instagram. If you follow me, I follow you back. I shout you out on either Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the podcast. It don't matter. Show me love, and I show you love. Matter of fact, if you show my, my brother Trell love, he show you love and shout you out. We thank you all for tuning in. We hope you all have a beautiful and blessed night. Thank you for tuning in and showing us some love. Good night, and God bless. God bless.